was talking about stabbing someone to death, and I put up my hand and I said, "That's not how you'd stab someone to death." And she was like, "What?" I was like, "You wouldn't kill them that way." She's like, well, "Why don't you take the marker and show me how you'd kill me with a knife?" I was like, "Okay." <laughs> I walked up and took the marker and pretended to stab her to death. She's she's into that stuff. It was wild, man. And then she's like, "Look at your first couple." Your first couple stabs were to kill me, and the rest were out of anger. I'm like, well, because I had my whole class watching me. <laughs> she was she was a strange woman. Here comes some wisdom. And here comes the truth. And here comes your favorite podcast, always still made for you. Do you remember Three Days Grace? And Trevor, I know you saw them uh, live open up for the Rolling Stones, right? Oh, really? Yeah, they were the opener. Oh. In the States, they got Kanye West. Up here, we got Three Days Grace. So I got an email, like, you know, like, so Three Days Grace, I haven't really heard of them since I don't live in Winnipeg and listen to Power 97 anymore, right? <laughs> haven't really heard of them. And then, uh, so I've seen them twice. They opened up for Stained and Nickelback, and then they opened up for the Rolling Stones. And I haven't really heard any hits of theirs for um, 10 years from their album in, like, 2006. And I so get an email. What was their song? What was their song? Oh, uh, I hate everything about you. That was a oh, big one. You hate yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, and let's start a riot, <laughs> or and nope. the animal I have become in pain without love, and it's never too late. Which oh, is uh, like, that was the worst suicide. era of music ever. Yeah. So and just, never. Why do you write songs about preventing suicide when you can write songs about suicide? Exactly. Honestly, come on, people. And uh, come on, just like you. You know, I don't want to be just like you. Like an angry song about your oh, dad. Oh yes. Yeah. So you know, I, they haven't been heard of in. Uh, I haven't heard Basically, them in cats twelve in the years. Twelve. It's been twelve years, and I get an email f- uh, from the MTS Center saying, "Hey, hey, Jets fan, Three Days Grace is coming to the MTS Center," and I'm like, yeah, "Opening up for who?" And it's like, "No, the, they're headlining." I was like, "You've got to be kidding me." And then so uh, it's put on by uh, 92 City FM. And so yeah, I go on 92 City FM's uh, website, late, like a uh, Facebook page, like unrelated a week later because Wheeler got fired and it was really funny. So I wanted to see what how the fans were reacting. And, and they were like, hey, we're putting on Three Days Grace. And one of the guys is like, you know what? It's just, I, I, I still like him, even though they have a different singer. I'm like, wait, wait, wait. Like, the singer, the guy, Three Days Grace himself, isn't even in the band anymore? And they're headlining the MTS Center? So I'm like, I need to look this band up. So the singer left about five years ago, and they're just like, hey, let's let the drummer's brother, or some guy's brother. Uh, yeah, but, but every, but every, like, every. You could literally take anybody off the street and say they were the singer of Three Days Grace. <laughs> any bro, literally any bro. Well, the first guy was recognizable be because that was still the era of music videos and they had a lot of rotation on much music. And so I just can't understand how this guy with not even their original singer that I haven't heard a song of in 12 years is headlining the MTS Center. And then I went into their Wikipedia page and I got so upset and I almost like screamed. Like, Trevor, do you know... Sorry, Brent. Billboard. 
Bill, what's Billboard magazine? The charts, the Billboard yeah. charts. Yep. They, they matter. It's the ranking, right? Pretty much. Like for commercial success. Yep. Yeah. So, so Billboard has a chart called Mainstream Rock. It, it came out in 1981 and has been yep. published every week since then. I mean, Billboard has separate categories, right? It has yeah. the top 100, pop. the top 200, the country, the pop. The Billboard top top forty country, the top forty rock, the top yep. So they have they have every category, so that basically everybody gets something. Yeah, so they've they've got mainstream rock. It's been around since nineteen eighty one. Metallica has nine number one songs. Aerosmith, All right. nine number one songs. Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, ten number one songs. Guess who has of uh every mainstream rock band the the most number one songs? Oh no, not really. I swear to God. Three Days Grace? Three Days Grace has 13 number one songs in the Billboard mainstream charts. Foo Fighters, eight. Nickelback, eight. (laughs) Like, Van Halen's up there too, but sure, they didn't have the first and second album, so that's just like every album but original Van Halen 1 and Van Halen 2, so realistically Van Halen would have more hits than them. But, yeah. Artist with the most cumulative weeks at number one. Metallica, 48 cumulative weeks. Nickelback, 51. Collective Soul, 47. Three Days Grace, 81. What? Is this a Canadian thing? No, this is the American list. So there's top 10. Where are they from? Who are they? They're Canadian band. That's the thing, too. Three Days Grace is Canadian. And this is like the billboard mainstream. It's it like U2 has the most charted songs at 50 and Van Halen has second most at 47 and John Mellencamp with 46 and Pearl Jam with 43 and Rush with 42, Rolling Stones with 36. But Three Days Grace is basically the king of, of, of mainstream rock. But I sort of figured out why is because really like how long was, you know, Van Halen relevant from 81 to 88, mm-hmm. right? Seven years. Well, Three Days Grace has had 15 years of being kind of who else is around, right? <laughs> but it's just like mind-blowing that this band that like nobody cares about and nobody thought is just headlining arenas with not even original members and got like super smash hits, you know? They're just like demolishing <laughs> other bands. And like every one of their songs just goes to number one because I guess there's nothing else mainstream rock. Because like Tom Petty's got the most top 10 songs with 28, but you know, only... 10 of them reach number one. <laughs> so they just started playing, like, yeah. But, like... If um, they were playing a free show on the street outside of my house, I wouldn't go watch. No. <laughs> I would look out the window. I would look out the window. <laughs> that would be it. I'd look out the window and go, ah. I'd probably look at their gear. Be like, oh, that's yeah. a cool setup. Yeah, you got some good pedal boards. Yeah, or just the, the wireless systems, and I'd be like, that's cool. And then I go back to like looking at Facebook. <laughs> no, it's just it's weird, man. It just blew me away. Like they're technically, if you, if you go by Billboard, you know, which well, and all that stuff with like active. some some person with face tattoos has more number one songs than the Beatles or something. It's just like, <laughs> yeah, but not really because no one cares anymore. <laughs> Can I show you what I think is interesting? Uh oh. Yeah, you sent. I saw one of the like the URLs, and it had the word "cyst ripper" in it. <laughs> so, and he's he's got a Patreon account. 
Yeah, I wanted to update on a classic. Do we click on the first one first? Yeah, let's do the first one first. Get it set up. The one at 852? The one at 852? Yes. Okay. I'm going to use Not the Patreon, just just plain old YouTube. And let's get through the let's get through the Mother ads. Plucker Sis Ripper. Let's get through the ads together. Oh and no. Then oh no. Oh, it's it's starting. Pause it. Oh. Oh, there's pause guy. Yeah, I'm at eleven seconds. What do you uh, got, Carter? Fifteen. Oh, pause hey, it for one fast. So what did you see? So oh, this is a modern Oh, oh no. <laughs> oh, there's there's the pause. <laughs> so I just wanted to update you on where pimple popping videos have gone. What number is this in the documentary? Documentary number 56. Is this one person? Why are they doing this? Is this Mother Plucker the <laughs> one person? Mother Plucker is the name of the episode. Sist Ripper is the person. So is, is Sist Ripper like a trained practitioner? No. I love if you scroll down through the related videos that you get. One looks like somebody's giving Saddam Hussein a chiropractic adjustment. It's a difficult case, and it's Saddam Hussein getting his neck broken, which <laughs> is what happened. Never mind. <laughs> so he's got a. Oh my! You no, know, Sister Ripper is one person. You're watching part 56, The Life with Cystic Acne documentary series. There's also seven episodes now prior to the pop. Just talking about what's your skin. This is talking about what's going to pop. Story time, blast sessions, reaction videos. What's this? Live streams. Oh, I see one for reptile feet. Do you know what reptile feet is? When your skin is drying so much that like they're like big broken chunks of skin on your feet. I had that. <laughs> I, I got rid of it. it. Took me like three days since I've been home. I've been Ugh. sleeping with socks on full of Vaseline. Ugh. So I coat my feet in Vaseline and then put socks on and go to bed and then I wake up and I exfoliate. Because like well, we were traveling for 40 days with sandals and like it was yeah. plus 30 and it wasn't good for my feet. But I'm almost back to normal. Yeah. It's okay, so disgusting, no. Brent. Yeah, so no, what it is, it's one person, probably with their acne story, but I think they go through and just experiment on themselves with every product. Like, here, let me use my nails. Let me use one of those pushing things. Mm-hmm. And 260, just, 286,000 views. Okay, so that takes me to the main part of this story. All together, let's go to the Patreon. I know how much. So, how much money is Sister Ripper converting this into? Everyone gets Patreon, right? Ten thousand a month. Quarter, quarter million views. How much faith do you have in him? Yeah, I would say Sister Ripper is pulling in fifty-six episodes. 56 episodes, 200,000. Quarter of a million people. Per episode. He is making... 10,000 high. 400, 2,000. $450. Okay, let's go. 
I don't know. I'm guessing it's low. Let's see. <laughs> Does it say? Yeah. The big zero. <laughs> <laughs> zero dollars per month. Hey, man, he's posting 56 videos for free. He's got to incentivize. He needs some stretch goals. He needs some uh, perks, as they say on Patreon. Some exclusive content. What are his when perks? this goal is reached, I will poke with a needle the big guy on my left cheek <laughs> and present the sweet <laughs> contents to your eyes. <laughs> Because he's got a giant cyst on his face. Kind of in between his eye and, or like his cheek and his mouth. In that groove, he's got a giant, it's probably been with him his whole life, eh? Yeah. And he said, when I get $200, I'm cutting, I'm going in. We should just give this guy 200 bucks. <laughs> no, I want to wait it out. He's going to do it one of these days. You know, his YouTube channel is monetized. We just all saw the the ad there. So he'll do it eventually once uh, once views start to go down. He's, he, he's, he's going to bring that out for free. Well, all the money going into this is going back into the studio for ample lighting, for better views. And what are the levels? Junior Popaholic, Mini Popaholic. Oh, you got a bit, but what are you going to get? That's all right. For a junior popaholic for one dollar, I'm gonna thank you in a video. You can also opt out. But for the mini popaholic at two dollars, a personal thank you plus early access to some of my videos. The pony keg for five dollars. I'm gonna thank you, I'm gonna give you access, and I'll let you name a video of mine. So that means you get to see the video first and give it a name. Well that could be fun. Yeah. yeah. Do you have an Five idea? Yeah. This... <laughs> yeah. I can think of a couple names. Uh, ultimate Popaholic for $10. Greatness Achiever. All previous benefiteers. Plus, I will use a product you... <laughs> it's like a handgun, maybe? <laughs> I will also give you an autographed piece of art from my... Ch what? Like a picture of my art or a piece of my merchandise? That's creepy. Yeah. I'm you can looking, jump back to, yeah. I'm currently you can jump on back the, to uh, the, the Patreon to terms merch. of use because yeah. I swear there's probably something uh, outlawing him from sending mucus in the mail <laughs> or pus. <laughs> yeah, bodily fluid. Yeah, I don't think I you bet, can send, I don't right? think you can. I'm pretty sure you can't. So I'm going to find, find that. But what would be a method? What What is there? Waiting? Pay. <laughs> You're into this stuff, Brent. Yeah. What was the thing with the guy stabbing himself with a hot needle yesterday you sent us? I don't know. That was just a side thing. <clears throat> I don't know what that was. It seemed to be something above the butt, but then a lot of brown stuff came out of it. <laughs> I was researching this, and then I need to clear out. <laughs> <laughs> So I don't I, know what that means. I don't know what that means for the person's internal. <laughs> if you're stabbing somebody in the lower back and with a needle, because what were they doing? They had a Molotov cocktail. Right, and this looked like it was in a doctor's office. Oh, I thought it was in the junk, honestly. <laughs> That's what it looked like to me. Uh, but they were holding a Molotov cocktail, right? That was to heat the, heat the utensil, yeah. Yeah, just and then a sewing needle. 
and constantly stabbing this giant ball of stuff all and then into the into the sack into the flame back and forth and like a straight stab like not like a poke like a stab like one inch in stab one inch in fire stab one inch in fire stab one inch in yep it was terrifying i couldn't watch it for long <laughs> yeah eventually you saw a butt so it's oh, okay I didn't, okay then they cleared it out <sighs> yeah i man i was uh <laughs> yeah Sorry, Joy. No, no, I've been in a. No, I got in a. I just got in a down memory lane. Be sure to clear out your YouTube history. It's a tip of mine. Oh, otherwise you'll get just crazy things in your suggested. Yeah, yeah. Or it's going to start. Your sister up is going to come back and you don't want it. Are you getting uh, divorce stuff in your mail still? No, that was just the seven year. Seven year itch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's it. So I was in uh, I was in Winnipeg about a week ago, I guess, or something like that. I can't remember. But I uh, I normally just book my hotel kind of at the end because um, I always get the same place and there's always a room. But this time when I landed, there wasn't. My hotel was fully booked, and it was like the middle of the week. Um. So the first thing I tried to do is you've probably heard of Hotel Tonight, right? You guys listen to podcasts. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I tried that. Hotel Tonight, meh. It was basically just booking.com. So I was like, well, I'm not staying with Lisa. I don't care where I stay. As long as it's like somewhere close to where I'm going to be in the city, I could care less. Just, just find a place for like, you know, 100 bucks, simple room. And I was driving around by the airport, so there's a lot of hotels there, but most of them are like, you know, 140, 150 bucks a night or something. I was like, oh, let's see what's nearby that's cheaper. And I was like driving, and there was one, I can't remember what it was. I shouldn't name it anyway. Maybe it was a Best in best Western or something. And, um... <laughs> so I was like, oh, this one's cheap, and I pulled into the uh, parking lot. Because I was driving by, I wasn't on my phone, of course, when I was driving, totally was, and uh, driving the back roads of the airport. And I pulled into this hotel airport uh, uh, parking lot, and I looked, I'm like, oh, 100 bucks, and I was going to book it. And I looked up, and I swear <laughs> to God, there was two, like, sketchy-looking, like, people dragging a mattress that was just <laughs> stained in something it was like a brownish red. And the, it looked like the room had basically been destroyed, okay? And that's the first thing I see. And then I look over, and there's a lady who is like a big woman wearing not much clothes, just standing in the parking lot. Because it opens up to the to the parking, right? Mm-hmm. It's like a motel or whatever. And she's just standing there staring at nothing, just eating. And I'm like... <laughs> Oh boy. And I drove up to the reception and there was a guy just sitting on the floor in the reception room. I was like, I'm not staying here. I'm not staying in this place. Even if I would have booked it, I wouldn't have gone. There was no way I was staying in this hotel. It was it was like a horror movie. And I figured it 
if you get the hotel that's cheap, you end up. Ah, this sounds bad. But if you get a hundred dollar hotel, you end up with the hundred dollar people. Hundred dollar <laughs> hotel. Ooh, Mister Rich Man. In, in Brandon, uh, I stayed at uh, the, the cheapest hotel, and it was about you 70, get the peep seventy five dollars a night. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you. Uh, there, there was no room key cards. It was a uh, key to get in. <laughs> Haven't seen it, one of those in a couple of years. Of the it was se- you get the seventy-five dollars treatment in Brent. And then I go, you know, on the inside, can't open the door. Then I go to the outside because it's got parking lot access. Can't <laughs> open the door, and so it's like three a.m. And then you got to go talk to the person, and everyone's up and partying still in the hotel, and you got to go oh, talk course. to people at the front. You're like, I can't get in my door, and they're like, huh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's 3 a.m. And like, it was about 3.15 by the time I managed to get in somehow through the parking lot at door entrance. And it's like, should have stayed where everyone else was at the nice hotel for like 20 yeah, extra you, bucks. If you get the cheap hotel, it's your rolling the dice. Yep. <laughs> You're going to get the skids. I'll never get a cheap hotel again. Mm-hmm. Never. I got in New Orleans cheap-ish hotel. Oh, no. Oh, no. It was still okay. It had. It wasn't cheap. But cheap for the... Yeah, but area. still cheap for, for the, the area. area. It's gotta be. But it was, yeah, it was right on the edge. The hotel was fine, but I went exploring, and it was <laughs> like one block past where it was totally... From where, walking to the busy areas, I went one block past that the, in the other direction, and it was just way slightly... Like, Burned out cars in the road. <laughs> Wait a minute. You were in the apocalypse one block yeah. away. Yeah. Hey, that's Dolphin right now. Creeping towards my, it. My parents' street had a car lit on fire on fire two nights ago. It's pretty sweet. They're, they're I think right. lighting a car on fire would be a really fun thing. Yeah. Like okay. smashing the windows and lighting a car on fire just seems like it'd be just... Good, clean, fun, you know? Well, there might be an arsonist in town, I'm just saying, because the night before that, someone lit uh, by Mackenzie School uh, garbage thing on fire, then they lit the recycling depot bins on fire, and the night before that, a house was on fire, and the night before that, a house was on fire, so don't tell Wait, me. Wait, so there is somebody out. actually... Perhaps? He got hit by an arsonist when I was in middle school. There was a there was a guy going around lighting cars on fire and they got our car. Really? Yep. So we they caught the person. I won't say who it is because there's we know these people. But yeah, this person was uh, going around and lighting cars on fire every couple of days. Probably created that fascination that I spoke of earlier. So I'm not responsible for my desire to light cars on fire because I was that impressionable child. <laughs> What I didn't want, like I said before, I didn't want Trump to go to jail. I just wanted, you know, everyone else to be, you know, completely disgraced ruined, in jail yeah. and ruined, like his family and everything, and millennia to divorce him and just let him be like the saddest piece of crap on Twitter ever, you know. Uh, but now that I found out that uh, federal penitentiaries don't let you wear hair pieces unless they're for uh, medical reasons, I, I do want to see him go to jail now. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only reason. Not that he's terrible and he's committing crimes <laughs> left and right, just to see bald Trump in jail. God, Pence would. Uh, what's his wife? What's his wife doing? Yeah, I don't know. I do like the saying that I heard some time ago that if you marry for money, you earn every penny. 